0: Oh my god, right, can you download me some VR porn?
1: G dot e G.E.E.E.K e e K. E e
2: K. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G. E. 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 K podcast. The comfy edition, because we're on a couch. Very comfy. Yeah. I right. like this. We're at my gaff this week, Reg, instead of the old uh, Geek Towers. How do you like it?
0: It's, it's a lot comfier than the stall.
2: Than the stall. The stalls that I lovingly bought us from Argos.
0: Which are beautiful? They, mm. they really are. But when you consider, like, a plastic seat compared to a comfy couch, well, yeah,
2: DFS yeah. are doing us proud. Exactly. Tell yeah. that's what I like to hear, Dan. Hi, Reg. Hi, Dan. How's it going? It is good. Tricks. It's been, it's are been good. like two weeks since we properly potted. I know, and, yeah. I, and I can feel it as well. Yeah, because last week we had our little really exciting adventure to uh, to Birmingham to Broom. The world of tomorrow. What was that? Mm. it's just fun though I enjoyed it I bet you did what was your favourite thing because we we, everyone heard what we got up to but now you've had a week to reflect on it I want to know what your favourite part was
0: my favourite part Mm -hmm. was probably never having to buy a drink again for like (laughs) the next year
2: I still have a uh, a fridge drawer full (sighs)
0: Good, good. Mm-hmm. So um, this week, and probably the next year, is going to be sponsored by Tornado Energy. Tornado! Um, don't
2: I don't, know, don't been... do something. Do damage. I can't even remember it. Don't just do it. Do, do damage. Do damage. Which is such a shit-like
0: <laughs> slogan. <laughs> it is, it's just ridiculous. It's not good. They could have done so not much not better. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about this more and more, about what my favourite part was. Okay. And I think... It has to be the Just Cause three uh, free Google uh, cardboard that we got. Are you, I think is is, is that,
2: that true, or is that because I've got it here and you're thinking, oh, Dan's gonna? No, that no, because
0: that. there's stuff I want to go back in to do <laughs> okay. um, with this again in a bit. Because I went out. In fact, just go into this for a minute. Um, I went out drinking um, on Saturday evening. Right. When we got back from Ash's family. <laughs> yeah. And we went round just like that. Mm-hmm. We went around to a friend's house and he's quite into his tech, but he's not like thoroughly into the the way we are. So I I took round the Google cardboard to show him. Yeah. And straight away he was like, Oh my this is amazing and no matter what I showed him, he was like, Oh, oh, this this is like life chain, this is actually amazing the way it works. I was like, All right, fair enough. Yeah. His Mrs. Nat was to put it on, was like, Oh my god, right, can you download me some VR porn? To which Ash was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've not seen that yet. They didn't care for like Anything else there's, that we that we wanted Google to show them? Porn. There's lots of there's <laughs> lots of of pornography you can you can use with that. And okay. it felt really weird because it was only us four. Usually there's like a, a load of us that go around and drink.
2: So we're sitting around it was just, and one at a it time. It was two
0: couples <laughs> that we sat there. And me and Diggs literally on the couch going, I can't believe we're doing this. Like phones out, like this. As we're just looking and it was just porn on my phone, porn on his phone, and the girls just like really like waiting in anticipation going. You found it yet? Like, now I've got to pay for this one. Hang on, is it trying to find three? <laughs> and as soon as I, I've got one, I'm like, "Well, can I th- at least let me see if it worked?" Like, no, no, no. Huh. Wow! Wow! And I look around, like
2: head tracking. Mm. Of course it is. Of course wow. it is.
0: And it was just it was the most bizarreest experience. If
2: there's one industry that will take on the new technology. It's the pornography industry.
0: Very, very, very. True. But they were dead happy about it, and then I showed like <laughs> digs the, um, d- well, the. Let
2: me let me show you this. Um, <laughs> this you can fly on a giant eagle over uh, Azeroth,
0: <laughs> which is it's the first amazing. thing I showed. And digs, like, I can't see anything apart from clouds. Oh, I'm going a minute. Uh, it's Warcraft, and I was like, yeah, but just look and see what it is and he's like this is this is incredible yeah um then showing like the meaning of like the evolution of life when it goes across a little like pond and it turns out to be like the baby in the end and it goes to grab your hand really fucking freaky um but really cool I don't um, know what that is. so you'll have to get on to that it's really good i'll show okay. you in a bit um but that was great and then I took it and showed my like mum mum and dad like last yeah. weekend. No, don't
2: tell me they got they went on about porn as they well.
0: thankfully they didn't they didn't want the porn. Okay. Um, all they wanted to see was just like cars racing and stuff, so okay. showed them that.
2: So but it was just it's Ooh, something like car, that, look at that that me, I, I can bring drive back. a car. Something I could never do in real life, but I can do with a bit of cardboard. Exactly. It's wonderful.
0: Um but it's just something that I can bring back with me. Because usually when it was like, Oh yeah, we spoke to the guy like Total War, we played like all these amazing yeah. games, and I was like Right. right, that's nice. But you showed me a bit of cardboard, and straight away, everyone's like, Oh my god, this is the best thing ever! I'm like, <laughs> Right, okay. like, I'm not surprised you do what you do now. I'm like, because you've got a bit of cardboard, <laughs> that's the only thing that you're actually happy yeah. about. Great, I am. Um, but it's got so many experiences so far, it's brilliant.
2: Well, you, you're saying that, like, Oh, I get why you got this now, you know, why you do this thing, because you get all these freebies, you get a free bit of cardboard. Like, I. Um, I told my dad about it. He was like, oh, I've heard about that. I wanted to get one. Um, and I said, I'll bring it around next time. And he goes, oh, well, just, uh, do you, I, I want one anyway. Can you can you buy him?" And I said, um, yeah, one on eBay, and you know, like £2.99 for, <laughs> for just a good cardboard." I was like, okay, it's not that exciting that we got one free anymore, but says says uh, it's, it's just cause right. on it reg it says just cause it? It. limited mm. edition
0: some might say yeah if you kept it in your pocket it would have been mint
2: yeah i've I've tried to get about four people to do the insidious 3 one though and only one has done it
0: <laughs> see i got Nat to do it towards the end of the <laughs> evening when she had a drink yeah. but it was one of the funniest things because like we were stood in the front room she put it on we switched off all the lights and straight away was like nope no, 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 yep. no. And I was like, Come on, just do it and she ended up like saying, Just look around the room. Mm-hmm. But she started walking around the room as she was looking, so she's bumping into stuff and it. it was just hilarious because she would shit herself even more. It'd she be like walk. when when the tray just goes and yeah. slides in the in the video.
2: She'd like jump back.
0: They like, she would like move and be like, Oh, move out of the way and then hit the table and then just fucking shit herself really bad. She was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, it's alright, it's in the real world, it's in the real world. She's yep. like, oh my god, this is insane.
2: Well, like, I gave really. it to just one of her friends around. who was like, what is it, what is it, and put it on, and then looked around until she saw it Insidious 3 appear, and she was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, go on, just do it. She's like, okay. she's like, like that, Hold it about that far away from her head, <laughs> and I'm just like pushing it on, and she's like, no, no, and then she's like that, looking at it through one wow. eye. I'm like, just, there's no point. If that's what you're going to do, I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> But no, I, I do really enjoy that. It's fun. It's a fun little thing to... yeah. People, I, I mean, when I told you about it, you didn't even believe me. So imagine what non-geeky techie people would think when you say, here's a bit of cardboard that's going to turn your phone into a 3D like virtual reality headset. Crazy, Dave. Cray you. cray. Absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah. So how about you? What was your favourite little experience that we had?
2: Um, I was, was going to say that, but also... Uh, I love the after party. The one thing we didn't talk about <sighs> so on good. the um, on <laughs> the, the pod. Uh, well, there's a bit of a of a build up to it first. So basically, <sighs> <laughs> so oh, the the show finishes at six o'clock, yep. yeah, every day, and then the after party started at, at half six. But we're like, well, we don't want to be there on time. We want to be fashionably late. So maybe seven, half seven. Plenty of time for us to go and get some decent scrum. Uh, so um, we're in the NEC. Massive, massive convention centre with a massive train station next to it and a massive airport next to it. So there's going to be somewhere to eat. Somewhere to eat that isn't Subway.
0: Well, we had plenty of (laughs) Weatherspoons (laughs) around there, Dan. Yeah. Only they
2: said. It took us from uh, 6 o'clock till about, what, 10 past 7? Maybe quarter past 7 to actually start eating. We ended up, we (laughs) went into two (laughs) Weatherspoons. Oh, sorry, we're not serving food. It's half past six, you're not serving food. Yeah. All, only places that were open were subways. Everything else had shut. Blimey, Jimmy Spices or whatever his name is, Jimmy Buffett's. Jimmy Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett's Spices. Uh, they closed. Couldn't get any uh, any foreign food. We walked over to some amazing place called Resort World that was only half the, built. Why? This, this,
0: this was fucking irritating as all hell, though, because you'd be walking around and it would be like... Open resort world. I'm like Yeah. Ooh well, That sounds right, good. Amazing. Oh and look, there's a TJ Fridays yeah, there. TJ Fridays, everything there. So we started walking across as you've seen from the Snapchat video, hopefully. Yeah. Uh,
2: bouncy bridge bouncing
0: on the on the bridge was on the way there. They lied to us it wasn't open No. Way. Really we it wasn't even it's like nearly finished.
2: <laughs> I mean the fact they had to have a floaty temporary bridge, that really says it all. So in the end we're like, right, train station, let's check the train station. All there is there is a subway. But the train station is right next to the airport. This was probably the highlight of my entire weekend. We got to go on a monorail, Reg. What was your highlight of the weekend? It was awesome. I love (laughs) monorails. There's a monorail from the train station to the airport. And we got to go on it, and it was free. It didn't even cost us anything. And then we got there, and we're like, okay, Frankie and Benny's. That'll do. Let's get a pizza. So we queued for about 10-15 minutes and they went, oh, um, there's about a half hour wait on food, is that alright? I'm like, yeah, that's alright, that's alright, we, we we can live with that. And we sat down, we're waiting there another 10-15 to 15 minutes for someone to come and serve us. And they come along, oh, um, just so you know, there's an hour wait on food. And am like, so 15 minutes ago, there was only half an hour and now you're telling us there's an hour. No, that's not alright. So we yeah. had Burger King. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah. wasn't good then. But speaking of Burger King, have you seen what they now sell? I have not. For Halloween?
0: Oh, is it the black burger? The black burger. Asia Town.
2: Yeah, well, Asia, Asia Town, yeah. They had oh. them in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of, supposedly, I haven't tried it yet, but it's like a barbecue flavoured bun, and it's just pitch black.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it, it does sound it's amazing. It's a whopper, so it's I got didn't... lots of
2: veg on, so you won't like it.
0: Yeah, I can remove that.
2: But then you just have literally a burger patty and a black
0: Yeah, you, get, you get some bacon on it as well,
2: don't you? I don't know whether there's bacon on it. You better get bloody black bacon, bacon. Right? Definitely no cheese on it. Whoppers are infamous for not having cheese. Seems Shocking. like such a waste. Could you bring your own cheese? I, I used to do that. Or well, when I say I used to do that, my family used to do that when we were little. <laughs> there, there was a there was a um, a promotion for a while. The McDonald's did. Um, they were doing like twenty nine p hamburgers or something like that. Right. Cheeseburgers were still like the full ninety nine p or whatever they are. So um, we used to take cheese slices with us. <laughs> what? <laughs> <I'm> saying. <laughs> But the other exciting thing is I got a new car. It <laughs> was have fun. Got a new That's car. fun. It's not Pikachu. You'll be disappointed to hear everyone at home. I'm I do apologise. I was really happy
0: about that. Yeah.
2: But... It's white, so I'm thinking of putting like two uh, red stripes down from, from the front to the back so it looks like a crayon pop helmet. Specifically Choa's crayon pop helmet. Nice. I haven't decided yet. I probably won't at least try it
0: maybe just get some red masking tape and just okay. stick it over like electrical tape and just stick it over and see what it
2: looks like that's all it is on their actual helmets you know well there you go then. I've seen a video of them like making the helmets before a performance <laughs> excellent that's all it was that's not how I prepare my helmet yeah
0: before my performance
2: oh okay <laughs> please don't ever say that in the same sentence but as Crayon Pop again speaking
0: of awesome musical stylings What's the other thing
2: we've been doing, Dan? Oh, that's right. We went to see the Bare Naked Ladies. We did. That's my birthday present. <sighs> and there'll be a video of that going up at some point. I've got too many other videos that I need to get sorted. No, nope, this is the so most much. important one. It's not. There's so much. I've still got EGX videos to put up, French. You're slacking, Dan. I know. I've got yeah. no time. I'm so busy. In your weeks off. <laughs> my three weeks off. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, we went to see the Bare Naked Ladies. And, and Colin Hay. Beautiful. Colin yes. Hay from Men at Work, who are the man from, from a land, land down under. Yep. He has no money now. He has no money now because mo- they got sued. <sighs> you know about this? Did not know about. Yeah, because uh, basically, is that why famous, you're not sure with the men, he Maybe <laughs> their famous song, "I Come from a Land Down Under," they got sued by um, I don't know whether it's like the Aboriginal Council or something like that. Basically, it is the little.
0: That bit. Who are you gonna dance. call?
2: The Ghostbusters. That's exactly <laughs> what it sounded like. Yeah. You
0: know?
2: um, so he got are sued by the Ghostbusters. <laughs> now the Aboriginal Council I ever sued them because it, it is too similar to a, a classic Aboriginal folk song, um, and literally they just they took everything, Reg. Really? Yeah, everything. Oh, All shit. the royalties. Because
0: I noticed that when when he was doing he before he played, he
2: didn't do that um, bit. He didn't get his kazoo out.
0: No, he did not. No. no, in fact it was after sorry, after he played that song, he made a joke about how he was doing it at a wedding. Mm-hmm. So now he's a wedding singer as well. So I never come towards that conclusion. I don't I don't think specifically
2: it. that. I'm guessing I think most people, if you paid them enough, would go and play at a wedding. Do you reckon Didn't Gary Barlow do it recently?
0: Yeah, but he's a sellout and also he owed the tax man a load of money because he didn't pay his taxes for a while.
2: Alright, so now he's gotta do weddings. So now he does weddings. Okay. Alright, that makes sense. That's kinda. It
0: yeah <laughs> but yeah. the berniegg ladies That's were actually we were. amazing of course they, they were. were so of course good they were, apart from kev's little solo bits which i didn't Red really has issues for. with kev i hate kevin Hurt.
2: he thinks that That's kev is issue. responsible for the breakup of the Ben berniegg ladies when uh when steve got kicked out slash left
0: don't don't care. like kevin Hurt. but anywho moving away from that little particular <laughs> yeah. bit. yeah it was just so good. It, it was. was so nice to have them back. Mm-hmm. But like Ash watched the video cuz she's not like seen them since I first introduced them to him, like
2: 6 years ago. Right. And she's like, "Oh my god, they've got old and fat." Oh, Ed and I was like, isn't as buff as he used wow, to be. No, he's not, no. but they
0: they've all started looking a bit old, like old. I know they've yeah, been around for like 27 l- years now, but yeah, still.
2: They're looking like that, an, is, that is quite an old, an old band, room. but I did I did notice that yeah, Ed has a little bit of a, a, a podge about him now, whereas he used to be quite buff. like like wear little tight mm. T-shirts and have his muscles on show, and you'd be like, yeah. wow. Now it's just Jim. That is a mighty attractive guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that was it. He actually was attractive mm. up
2: until... Like, well, <laughs> now he's not. Now, now he's just fat <laughs> and lazy. No, no. <laughs> we still love you, Ed. We <laughs> still do But yeah, Ed. Jim will never put weight on Jim. No,
0: or change. No. Jim has not changed since no, he's hit he about like a vampire. 20, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he's just kept that age. Yep. <laughs> all the way through he looks and, no different
2: and Tyler the the he is the better he is as far as I'm concerned <sighs> good old Tyler, love Tyler Stewart he is my yeah.
0: love yeah. Tyler Stewart
2: I know but not a lot of people are probably that interested in the Barenaked Ladies but everyone should be everyone should seek them out and listen. everyone's got Spotify now just go and listen to some Barenaked Ladies that's not mm-hmm. one week or if I had a million just dollars
0: go- oh, I was going to say just start going to some um, American style restaurants because that's what I did, right. with the missus, right. um, because obviously Get I didn't down. spend... camera they like, blocking they all like, that. They, they, let's blocking my belly. Yeah. So speaking just of fat bellies. Up. There um, go. Is that better, Daniel?
2: It's a bit better. Is that better, is if, I cover, better. if I
0: cover my belly? It's a
2: little bit better.
0: Or if I just breathe in for the rest of this episode. You don't episode? have to breathe in, just keep I'll your knee right. down. Um, I went and took the lady out on the Friday evening. <laughs> the um, lady. Because of the amount of abuse I got for not seeing her at all last weekend and okay. then this weekend. Next coming weekend,
2: up, we're going to land
0: um, and I'm not going to see her again. <laughs> so she was like, Oh my God, well, the least you could do is take me out for a date night. And I was like, Okay, I'll do that. And um, so took her out. We went to this like place called Coast to Coast in Chester, which is like a franchise or a chain of American style food. Okay. Um, and we walked in there and they were playing hands down by Dashboard Professional. I was like, You know what? This place is all right with me. And then. Sat down, started having a drink. Played one week, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Dashboard Professional and Ben Ladies Ladies in this like, space of half an hour. Crazy. That's incredible. And then give it some more time, and then he played "If I Had a Million Dollars," and I was like, oh, "My God!" So I tipped the guy. You <laughs> <So, laughs> have so nothing so to much do much with money. it. I was just like, I'm tipping you. I don't really care for the food, but you're playing awesome music. Have all the monies, all the money. So I'm skint now. Oh. Excellent i'll just give him my card and went, just rinse it just take all the monies all the monies
2: right so we need to find free things to do in london next week
0: yeah or i'll just get the missus to pay for me
2: it's oh, a better plan right i like that plan mm. like it
0: well it did make me laugh cause we literally i was trying to wait to the guy who served like served us um so i was went to get my card out i was like chatting to him about bare naked ladies and about the music and whatnot going like you took music tasting here is like amazing and as we were gabbing to him I just handed over her card and literally put in like the pin number. And as I went to press enter, I just looked at the card and went, Ooh and I took it out, and all I looked up and just seen the daggers from Ash, because she didn't want to interrupt the conversation I was having, but she was just staring she evilly, going, knew it was happening. You're using my fucking car to pay for date night when it's you that has to take me out. Oh, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. But thankfully, I paid for my for the food on my car. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> so, so good, good. But I literally come that far away from just not having any balls left, because that would have been pretty brutal. <laughs> okay. But still, thanks. that was fun. Thanks and for then, sharing. obviously, the next day, sir, what did we do the next day?
2: I don't know. We went What to, day was it?
0: We went to Manchester on the Saturday.
2: On Saturday, we went to Manchester to go and meet... Um, Who did we go meet, Dan? Mark Miller. Mark Miller. Yeah, you know Mark Miller. Old Marky. Millie. Millie Mark.
0: I couldn't believe... Like, and I was telling people about this, because most people were like, I don't know any game people. Do you not meet other people apart from aren't gaming, developers right. and stuff? And I was like, well, yeah. I met the Bermaker Ladies.
2: Yeah. Um but also we met Mark Miller on Saturday. And everyone's like, I don't know who that is, and he go, have you seen Kick Ass? Yeah, have you seen Kingsman? Yeah, oh the guy who wrote them. and we going, going, oh, Alright, really. That's where you get the excitement from <laughs> <laughs> So I was dead happy yeah. about that. He writes a ton of amazing comics and I I I I think I said this in the interview, like the, the there's so many comics that I didn't realise at the time were him either. Mm. Things like, I mean, Old Man Logan and Civil War. I read them as like, oh, it's a really good Wolverine story. It's a really good Avengers story, and it then is like, you know, and then I find out oh, actually that was Mark Miller. out. Wow.
0: yeah, mm.
2: it does a lot more than you think, mm-hmm. and he's just a genuinely dead nice guy. Yeah,
0: such a lovely
2: guy. Yeah, And anyway, I had to wait in the cold for two hours. It's fine. Well, you went off shopping. Mm-hmm. Worth it. It was worth it, though.
0: Well, no, fairness. If he said to us beforehand, yeah. by the way, I'm not going to get time before I we'll do with... then then I would, we wouldn't have to be waiting around, would we? We could have just turned up, rocked up late, and went, yeah. fucking sign it, bitch. Yeah.
2: Um, should we drop the, the view in here? I haven't done anything to it. I haven't edited it yet, so this might delay the whole podcast thing, but why not? We're going to cut in here. It's going to start here with a video, and then it's going to go, whoop. Ready? One, two, three. Roop. Hey, this is Dan for okay? E. 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 I'm here at Travelling Man in Manchester with Mark Miller, a uh, comic book writer and, um, I guess, all-around... <laughs> <just> athlete. <laughs> yeah, well, there yeah, you go. Athlete. There you go. Um, I mean, I guess what I'm alluding to there, you seem to have your things in an awful lot of pies. I mean, first of all, we've got in front of us here a lovely array of books, and... Um, You've done pretty much everything. I mean, you've, you've done a lot of creator own stuff. Yeah. You've done an awful lot of stuff for Marvel, for DC. We've got Red Song, we've got Wolverine. Um, and now you seem to be going a lot into movies. So, yeah. how's, how's that really changed since everything started off You're back in the 80s and 90s? Yeah. Um, How's the? How do you find the comic book kind of landscapes changed since then? Well,
1: it's funny for me, it hasn't changed that much. Like from my actual job point of view, I'm still sitting in my spare bedroom in the house, sitting. <laughs> right, you know? And it's funny because I always thought I'd be sitting on a throne or something like that once I got a film deal, and you don't. You're, you know, you're just you're back in your spare room writing the next story. Okay. You know. So weirdly, like my day is so similar. I make ten cups of tea a day, go downstairs, work from about eight in the morning till about six at night. It's exactly the same. On the phone to guys living up in Scotland. But it is weird the things outside of it, you yeah. know. Like, now if I do a wee trip, I'm maybe going to a film set or something like that, yeah. you know, or I'm, I'm going to a premiere or something, and it's quite exciting. All that stuff's all cool. And it's interesting, like, when probably the biggest difference I've noticed in my career is that when I was starting out, if you did create your own books, you did that for no money at all, yeah, and you did Marvel and DC <laughs> so to subsidize it. Now, what people are finding is yeah. the real sort of like. Big business for them is to do the creator own stuff and they do yeah. the Marvel and DC stuff as a, a hobby outside of it, which is so weird. I mean, it's been a total reversal in mm. my period, you know, in my career. I yeah, the
2: feeling last image has changed that a lot, really, has it? The yeah, I think so. Stuff. I mean,
1: it's, it's been happening for quite a long time, though, you know, image certainly the last five years, but when I did Wanted, for example, you know, when I did it at mm-hmm, Top Cow, top which cap, is part of image, yeah. you know, and then there was Icon um, and Dark Horse for like um, American Jesus, do you know, mm. so like um, it's been something that's been happening for a while. Frank Miller broke the mold, like as always, Frank Miller broke the mold in the 80s, he broke the mold in the 90s, and things like Sin City um, paved the way in 300 yeah. for things like Wanted. You know, like Wanted nice. would never have happened as a movie because they thought people only care about Marvel and DC characters, you'll never get a kind of indie thing becoming a big movie hit. And these things made so much money that they thought, well, we can take a risk and start looking at creating our own stuff, and that changed everything for yeah. us. So, Frank Miller, we would none of us would have a career in so many ways if it wasn't for the, the okay. stuff Miller pioneers. You know?
2: Is it? Is it nice to every now and again obviously dip back into an established kind of franchise? Do you do you prefer just creating your own thing and just having a world? I definitely you can prefer
1: creating my own. Wall. It's funny, I didn't get into it to do that. I just wanted mm. to write Superman, you know. But <laughs> whenever you do your own stuff, it is it's really nice and it's funny just something that didn't exist and it wouldn't have existed yeah. without you. But then as a fanboy, you know, I love doing that stuff too. I mean every day I come up with a good DC. Concept. Nice. I'll think about a Green Lantern story or something I'll come up with a Batman story or a Justice League story and I'm friends with the DC guys you know and uh, I was talking to them I was in Los Angeles last week and I was saying to the guys like, we should definitely do something you know so we won't be able to do it this year Like there's three or four films shooting this year you right. know, so it's a busy year but the following year yeah. I, I think it'd be quite fun maybe to do a big DC project or something you know yeah. but just a one off thing or something but make it really special
2: Yeah, I, I guess I mean the, the, the way I'd imagine it's changed though as well Hollywood's taken a long time to kind of I guess take on board actual comic book writers, yeah. they've always wanted to deal with the comic book franchises but yeah. never seem to involve the writers. Yeah. I think there's was a, a Kevin Smith interview I, I read or one of his podcasts where he was saying that it's a, it's a gold mine, it's an untapped resource. Yeah. All these writers who've been writing these characters for years, they're finally getting them into their movies. Um, but the only the reason
1: d- that's happened is because we own them. Like well, if if, Hollywood, could, if <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood could get rid of us, they would. I'm sure. You know? But the thing is, Kick-Ass can't happen without me. It's mm-hmm. not like Marvel, yeah. you know, where they can just alienate you. You know, or DC. They, they don't even have the creators' names on the Green yeah. Lantern movie. You know, but if you own it, they have to. You know, you're JK Rowling to Harry Potter. Then sure so Frank thing. Miller owns Sin City. Me and Johnny Romita own Kick-Ass. Me and Gordon Parlov own Starlight. Nice. So uh,
2: they can't get rid of us. We're on the front of the film. We right but um, I'm also right, you're a creative consultant. Is that your over official Fox, title over yeah, at Fox? Yeah. So obviously that's some of the well, the X Men movies, yeah. uh, the likes of the Fantastic Four, things like that. So um, I think it, like the, you definitely years ago they never seemed to really uh, consult enough yeah. from at least from from an from out- yeah. an outside's point of yeah, view. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and obviously we've we've got a lot of your your titles there in front of you um am i right about 90 percent of these i think have they been (laughs) options
1: they they, they all are actually it's weird yeah the last two um we we did last week when i was in los angeles we did the deal last week on the last two yeah so we've actually got in total now 15 franchises which wow, is exciting incredible. and my plan is to do 25. <laughs> I'd like to have 25 franchises think, which would be why not? I don't know why, for some reason I always <laughs> thought I'd like 25 franchises yeah, yeah. so we're on numbers of 15. But I see them as comic franchises and movies is just part of it. Like yeah. I like the idea of them being games, I like the idea of them being t-shirts yeah. and I, lo- I love the fact like, I mean I've kicked about quite a lot, even today I've seen people come in with kick ass apparel on you know mm-hmm. which is really fun you know I love seeing a hoodie that's a kick ass hoodie or something yeah. you know. So all these things is great but primarily it's 25 comic franchises, right. And if they want to make films, fantastic. and yeah. you
2: know? I imagine it doesn't affect your writing. You write them primarily as comics.
1: You can't otherwise. Yeah. It's weird because like, people say, "Do you write it as a film?" And I was like, "What's a film?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because a film's just a story with words and pictures. You know, it's, I mean, any comic could be any film, mm. pretty much. You know, and and a movie is three different. You know, a movie could be. Transformers, a movie could be Grand Budapest to tell, a movie could be Ghost World. Yeah. You know, it's, it could be anything, you know, so like, it's just stories, it's isn't it? Yeah. So, um,
2: next on the on the cards, though, um, I've heard about, read a bit about about Huck. Huck. Huck's yeah. the big one coming, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure, Huck. I wanted to do something really positive, like, see, after years of doing really dark stuff. Mm. Um, I do I enjoyed writing Superman Red Son I loved writing Superman Adventures and everything. I thought wouldn't it be good to create a character that's just really nice <laughs> and it's funny like because we're always going as badass as yep. we can with these things and I remember going to see Superman Man of Steel on Father's Day and I was sitting with my kids and like everybody else I was just like, open mouth when Superman snaps the guy's neck mm-hmm. and I remember thinking I'm going to create so we've gone so far in this direction. I'm going to try and create the nicest character I can was think that of. That was the, that was the plan moment plan I remember really thinking. Well, I was watching it, thinking I'm going to create something where it's actually cool to be kind and nice yeah. and all that, you know. So it's a guy who does one good deed every day, and he's a guy who's got okay. special abilities. He doesn't know where he got them from. He lives in a small town, like a Frank Capric in a perfect American town, kind of thing. He's their big secret in the town, and every day he does something lovely for somebody, you know, whether it's finding a missing cat or whatever, you know, yeah. he, he just does something nice every day. And that's the beginning
2: of the story, and naturally, the shit has the fan, you know. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's sorry to backtrack, but that's also been optioned as far as yes, i, I did. Yes, <laughs> <watching laughs> I did the really deal on that
1: months ago brilliant,
2: actually. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, last thing, I don't want to keep you too long, yeah. but um, I've also heard about you've uh, got your. Um, kind of like an open door policy at the minute a bit of a a talent search search, that's the word i'm looking for (laughs) um i don't know whether you want to give a little bit of a shout out for that one Is that something you've always kind of uh, had an interest in, just kind of nurturing talent? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, Yeah. totally.
1: I mean, the thing is, any industry needs new people to thrive, you Mm. know? And there is something interesting, like, when you look around, sometimes there is a lot of middle-aged people, you know, working in comics. And I just think, where are the 18-year-olds? You know, when I I was 18, I had quite a few places I could go. There was, you know, the the small independent publisher, Trident, who first published me when I was 18 or 19. They were around, you know, paying Mm -hmm. modest rates, but it was still getting published and getting paid. 2000AD every week was always looking for new talent because all the big writers at the time had gone off to work in America, so they needed guys to come through there. So there was quite a lot of opportunities. There was a comic talk that had started, and now there's just less opportunities than there were, you know, and people seem to have solidified into positions in a lot of ways, and people don't want to give up The spaces, the younger people coming through and all that, you know. So I thought it'd be quite nice maybe to kind of open the door a little bit. Mm. My characters have got a bit of recognition now through films and things, you know, they're very well known in the mainstream, like Kick Ass and Kingsman and stuff. So I thought it'd be good to open these up to new people give everybody a chance to write a 4 or a 5 page story, get paid Marvel or DC money to do it and send them into my website. So the big thing I'd say is go into my website, (laughs) join in the talent search and hopefully you'll get picked. We're doing it every year so even if you're not ready this year, hopefully you're ready. You've got got 12
2: months to work on it. Okay, and a very very last, hopefully quick question, but um, old man Logan. Yeah. um, One major bit that I took from that was um, the the scene where Wolverine basically rips the Hulk apart. Yeah. Spoilers, was, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I will we'll spoil it. But essentially that's um it's like it's something that's always there's always the the, the debate of oh who would win in a fight things like yeah that. where did that come in the in the genesis of that story was that something you had in mind like oh, I want this to happen yeah, yeah, so totally I'm going to write yeah. a story that gets totally, me to that yeah. point.
1: I mean, the, whenever I write something, what I do is I tend to um, do it really organically. You know, I'll mm. I'll do maybe four or five scenes and yeah. then I link them together and weave the story together. So in that one, I wanted to have. Wolverine having not popped his claws for a long time I did this little drawing of him and getting beaten up by guys, you know, because he wasn't fighting and the other big thing I wanted I drew this picture of Red Skull in Captain America's outfit, you know, like a warrior that had beaten somebody and was wearing his skin kind of thing, you know, and then the final one was um, was that big fight between Wolverine and the Hulk? You know, and and uh, I always liked the idea that what would happen if Wolverine get chewed up? Like what would happen? Would yeah. it, would it reform? Yeah. So that that all kind of all merged into one big story. Really, yeah.
2: you did what everyone else was thinking, in a Well, that's the nice <laughs> thing about being a writer is yeah. what, the stuff
1: you think about when you're a reader, you actually get yes, to do. Which it? is quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun thing. All
2: uh, right, brilliant. Thank you very much <laughs> no, for your time you. and thank you. thanks for doing this, man.
1: Nice
2: very, to meet you. Enjoy. Thanks a lot. See you then. Thanks. <laughs> yeah there you go it's gone that was good that was fun that was a good little interview wasn't it red it was a fun little it was alright Yeah, it was all
0: right. I loved the cameraman skills that, that, that cameraman that was the one that Surely. I
2: didn't really want to comment on to be it was phenomenal Mm-mm. phenomenal camera Mm-mm. work skills
0: Yeah. Don't know. I held that tripod so stillly and the S- free flowing camera not so well
2: right. but still true I very, both. very true you didn't knock the tripod that was that was your uh, <laughs> I wonderful did not. skills no Um right before we get on to some news, um, I'm, I've managed to, I'm managing to keep up this, I've got stuff, free stuff to, for Reg thing, oh. another one this week. Amazing. I'm curious what you think about this, because I know for a fact that you love uh, your cups of tea. I do love like, You have an obsession with cups of tea, as does your lady wife. Mm-hmm. Um, how about tea flavoured things? I'm intrigued. All right, do you know, have you heard of matcha? No. So matcha... Is um, basically Japanese green tea. Right. And in Japan, they do a lot of green tea flavored things, so like Kit Kats and the like. Mm. Uh, specifically, like Steve saw a video of someone eating green Kit Kats and he texted me, going, I really want to try a green Kit Kat. <laughs> okay. It's really hard to find any of these flavored Kit Kats outside conventions where they're yeah. like £12 for a box <laughs> of three. But what I have managed to get is green tea matcha pocky. Amazing. Yeah. Um, It's awesome. Really is awesome. I'm just going to open these and going to let you uh, have a taste, Reg.
0: Excellent. Because now I can go on a health kick by drinking green tea. But if I don't want to do that, I can just eat the chocolate variety of it instead. Exactly. They are green as well. Amazing.
2: For for the uninitiated, Pockies are basically uh, Mikado. Yeah, the UK version is Mikado, do but pockies are a lot better. Uh, no. no, I bought strawberry ones and they were all melted and stuck together. Were so they're all stuck together. So I just had one giant pocky. Wonderful. Oh my
0: god, that would be incredible.
2: That genuinely would be quite a happy thing for me to. Right, see. right, Reg, dip your hand in, pull out a lovely green pocky.
0: Look green. at it. It looks really
2: appetising. It, it is though. They're so nice, <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. He's having a nibble. Oh my god! Mm.
0: See, now I hate green tea, so I was dead dubious when you said, "Here's a green tea flavored like snack." I was like, "It
2: tastes of something." Oh god! And I can't put my finger on.
0: But that's actually really, really nice.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Right. Now, I'm that, now that's a sound. Me eating a, a pocky stick for the just the audio fans,
2: yeah. So, but this is the encouragement to come so, to watch the video. If
0: we were going to rate this snack, dad, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he never got to the rating. Reg is referencing a podcast I made him listen to. Basically, whoever watches Flash, uh, the guy who plays Harrison Wells, Tom Cavanaugh. yeah, Tom Kavanagh, he used to be an Ed, does a podcast with another guy who used to be an Ed. Um called mm, something. I can't remember Mike. his name. No, Mike. Mike. Michael Michael Ian Black. Michael, Michael Ian Black, Ian Black um, who's very, very funny. He played Phil Stubbs in Ed, and they do a podcast called Mike and Tommy Snacks, and literally they just do that. They talk about lots of random stuff, but they also rate they really a snack. Did. They've done about, close closing in on, like, I think eighteen, ninety episodes now. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh. And each one, they rate a different snack. I don't think they have rated any Japanese... Sweets yet. Have, have they had chocolate pie yet? They have not had chocolate pie, but we need to tell <laughs> them. To. We need to tell them the tale, and then ask them to try it.
0: Yeah, I think they'll love the whole I story. I would have given that and two. That.
2: I would give the these eight out of ten. Mm-hmm.
0: They are nice. Yeah, good. I reckon, I reckon
2: seven. Just because it's a bit dry. Go. Well, good job you've got some. It's a good job I have a tornado. tornado. Mm-hmm. But I'm drawing a line now, right? That is. I, I'm sick of giving and never receiving.
0: I give you lots of stuff, like my company.
2: The only time I, I received it was when it was my birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. And I brought a stereo for you to bring round to your friend's house.
2: Great. Yay. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so you brought me something that I've now got to go on my way to take it to someone else's house yeah. to drop it off. Amazing. Can't then wait.
0: I have no idea where she lives or she ever wants to see me by myself. So, you know... <laughs> There is that. Fine. Well, well I, think I'm, I think I'm more of just an acquaintance instead of a friend, whereas you're an actual full blown friend. So I think if you just rock up friend. and announce to throw out the, uh, well, not throw the stereo out, I, but give her the stereo, then that'd be allowed. Where if I just rock up and be like, I know where you live, she'll get freaked out.
2: I think anyone would if you walked up to him and started doing that. I
1: know where you live, I know where you live.
2: Well, we're kind of touching on the subject of Flash. Flash returns in a week, as does Arrow. Yeah. Now, I've tried to stay, at, uh, keep Arrow and the like off my radar so I don't get anything ruined, but I have seen a certain picture of a costume that a character in Arrow is going to be wearing. Is this Diggle? Diggle. Right. I'm going to put a picture right here of Diggle. Oh, my. Wait. No. Yes, no, with a weird helmet on. Right now, I'm not completely up on my Arrow comic history. Is this based on something? No, no. So where's no. this come from?
0: Did, Diggle was actually made for the series.
2: Right, I thought that because it's named after Andy Diggle. Yes, who quite famously does a lot of the writing for the later Arrows. Mm-hmm. And he done Year One. Year One awesome specifically. As well. um, yeah. So they, they kept on saying, "Are
0: you going to get a?" Like a, a costume, so to speak, and he was like, "No, no, no! I shouldn't have a costume because you know I'm the one that's more grounded, and you know you already have enough costume freaks running around and stuff for you saying in interviews." And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> I'm gonna rock
2: this, and this looks awful." It's like I don't, I don't, I can't see any like reasoning behind it there must be something i'm hoping that yeah i'm hoping in the actual
0: it's not um, just like felicity's
2: gonna go hey we made you a costume oh that looks great thanks it'll be something surely
0: well yeah i'm hoping that there's a reason why he looks as though he's just stepped out of a fox universe film mm-hmm. it's just it looks
2: atrocious i'm hoping like, it's something to do with argus and stuff
1: yeah
0: but the thing is even like when you first see the snaps of like all the everyone's like costumes or their armor or their outfit and whatnot when you start teasing it you're like "Ooh, no actually i can see that working they just shown this and i was like what and i was checking the dates like no definitely wasn't done on, on uh, april 4th <laughs>
2: um
0: i have no idea what this is no and i'm hoping it might just be like a one-off sort of like he's got a way of this episode just to see maybe he's testing something out for future
2: use maybe that, that maybe there is a the supervillain who can read people's minds and take control of them so he has to wear this weird metal helmet so he can stop them reading like his mind. all around
0: it. it basically, aliens.
2: They could have just done could that. Could be aliens. Probably would have
0: looked better. Oh my god, aliens!
2: Or interdimensional beings. Mm-hmm. I was there in Jana Jones reference. I like it. Yeah. I like it, you and your references. Well look speaking
0: know. of superhero costumes right. and armours and stuff. Alright. Um I was bruising the tinty webs As you do. before. Like and you. I happened to come across an article of how much it would actually cost if you were gonna be Batman. So to make his his complete suit. Okay. Um, all the gadgets, mm-hmm. like all the vehicles and yep. his house, yep. it would cost like something like in the region of $648 million.
2: Right, which is within the reach of a lot of people. And the thing is, like
0: $600 million of that was just his house. Oh, I can imagine. The house
2: and the basement and stuff.
0: Yeah. So it wouldn't actually cost, well, I was going to say it wouldn't cost that much. It'd be like $48
2: million. So I could just set up the, my, my back cave here, basically.
0: Yeah, because no one knows where you are. No. So, you could quite happily have, have your kitchen as like the, um, there's the bat cave. Mm. And then, you know, we could rock out in here where we could put all the arsenal and stuff and it'd be immense. And then we could just go out, and solve crime. We could
2: just keep a giant penny the in the corner.
0: Yeah. I like I it. Like it. But I'm just thinking, that's not a lot really considering like the amount of stuff. But although his helmet alone, the cowl, uh, the cowl costs something stupid like one and a half million or something like that just for the graphite cowl. And then everyone went into this huge lots discussion about how it wasn't made out of graphite in the
2: end and it all went off into this huge tangent where I okay. was like, I'm bored of that now. Well they um, make it out of something that then they it, it, but it cracks.
0: That was so they make it out of graphite. Yeah. Um it cracks and he goes, Right, we're gonna try and use something else. In the meantime, try and not land on your head. <laughs> and then Exactly obviously it all starts kicking off so it could cost more, but it's in and in a region of Specifically in that million. trilogy. So when we do
2: Become make Batman. it huge. Right. I think we should become superheroes. Do you think, do you think uh, Smosh could afford that, or Rooster Teeth can afford that? I reckon. Or they, I re- uh, Chris Hardwick Nerdist.
0: I reckon, yeah. I reckon if they sell off their original pilot
2: mm. to make a TV show, which is what I would do. Okay.
0: And then, yeah, definitely. Maybe easily. I reckon we could sell this to like
2: E4, and we'll be billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the set alone, it's, it's brilliant. I spent all of 20 minutes setting this up today, Reg. Did it's it? like, where are we going to do it? Where are we going to do it? And like, my couch looks comfy. So I, I put Silent Bob behind us, and, and Android, and Yoshi, and then behind me is Spider Spud, Spuderman.
0: Spider Spud, Spider Spud. Yeah. Friendly neighbourhood, Spider That's spud. all the effort I did. Are you I'll
2: like some sp- Potatoes? And the webs. Yep. Look at. Guess what else would cost a lot of money, though, Reg?
0: Um, I am guessing if I wanted to build an entire no, we have fully off. golden statue of myself okay. in Chester City Centre. Right. If it was just pure solid gold. Okay. Or titanium. Okay. And then I could go around going, I am titanium just point to my statue I have that, that, that is what i would do on a daily basis that wasn't a setup just for that
2: was it just so you it see wasn't answer, but
0: all of a sudden i was like holy shit that's awesome so that's what i'm going to do Kay. when we do make it Dad. before we go out fighting crime
2: <laughs> as long as i can get shia labeouf wrestling in his underwear um that, uh, that sounds fun
0: do that as that's happening though he's also going to go around when people are taking photos he's like "No, no no don't stop just do it and just force him to take photos of them standing next to the big massive titanium okay. statue of me and, and then are like like
2: around going
0: I am stop it would just be glorious okay
2: alright how about if he wears um, like some kind of costume like a gold bikini from Star Wars that Princess Leia wears
0: that'd be fun and if he does it with one of those stick things so it looks like he's he's just like levitating and he's hovering but he's genuinely not it's just a trick of your mind because of the stick
2: being one like of the, the street huskers. performers yeah Okay. if
0: he does that I think that that'd be fun because everyone's like, "What's Shia Labeouf doing?" He's so mental. But he wouldn't be Holy able. Oh to... shit! He's floating.
2: Okay. In a gold bikini. You wouldn't be able to because the point is they need to have sleeves to cover the whole structure that's it's holding like up there. It's a skin Reg.
0: skin wow. suit he's got on. Okay. On, like below the bikini. Well,
2: if he so didn't, like let's that. say he didn't for argument's sake, Reg, and he just wanted to buy the normal, the the the, the proper one, um, it only cost him ninety six thousand dollars.
0: See, out this. Mhm. I don't. I don't understand and I, I don't know. I, I know there's lots of iconic pieces that you might want to own. Yeah. But is Princess this Princess
2: Leia's gold bikini?
0: Right. Now I know so many kids Jedi. had like so many fantasies about this. Right? Do you reckon that a it's been washed since it's been worn because that would only decrease the value? right. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: yeah, okay. Probably.
0: B. Who else has worn it since her. George Lucas, because you've got to think there's probably like a <laughs> load of prop guys going like, this will be funny, and Rock wearing it, and you'd be like, oh god, and people find it funny, and then you put it back into storage. Hey mom, I'm wearing a gold bikini. Yeah, look at me. and it's just like, why would you <clears> want <throat> this? It just, it, just, like, I get well, certain things. Like I, I, genuinely,
2: I love like it's ninety six thousand dollars. You haven't got to spend on a back cave. Exactly.
0: Unless that's going to be your your costume to go out fighting crime is used bikini, slave style.
2: Right. Could then, be. Could be.
0: Then that could be it, and you could be like slave girl, slut, slave slut, and her posse. <laughs> Trying <laughs> to think of some random no. superheroes, but I genuinely can't think of any no. about some slave slut. No. You've just lost the audience, right? But then, so what she can do is she can use the chain. Okay. As her weapon of choice. Well, that's
2: what she does. She's bumming, chokes, exactly. jabber.
0: So that's what she could be doing going round, What if mean? the chain isn't attached to
2: it, though? Because I think it's just a bikini. I think that's a lot of money to spend on just a bikini. It is, but it's an iconic prop. And to be honest, it's that just still doesn't sound it. like that this much.
0: This isn't for charity auctions, either. This is actually just a, an actual normal auction. And it's been done. Right. Where some guy's going, like, yeah, and bid on it. If it was a charity, then... Then, yeah, I can see it going for a lot higher than 96000 But And then I can sort of understand because people are going like, oh, it's a cool bit of history, and then yeah. it's for charity, well,
2: not for me to wear. Such as the charity auction that they're doing at the minute for a, a custom Amiibo. Have you heard about this? So um, yes. yeah, they've made, it looks awesome as well, um, they've made a, a Saturo Iwato um, Amiibo, which looks amazing. It does look yeah. so good. Um, it's going for $5,000 currently. It's on eBay. Um, and that. all proceeds go to charity. What I'm curious is what which amiibos are gonna be based on? Like if you if you sit it on Link. You reckon? So if you sit it on, he's on the weird, controller. He's
0: wielding the Master Sword, yeah.
2: so Yeah. I'm just I'm curious whether it actually does anything, whether they've gone alright, yeah, it's not just I, I, custom hope, look, yeah, I was going to say, I hope he's make, actually
0: making hmm. the actual character to go inside with her own unique skill set yeah. and whatnot. That would be awesome.
2: And did you know um, <laughs> what we didn't get when we were at EGX? We didn't get your picture, your Animal Crossing picture that you took. <laughs> we We not, left no. it behind. But um, the um, Animal Crossing amiibo cards you get don't just work with Animal Crossing, it turns out. Mm-hmm. People have found that they actually work with Mario Maker and they give you stuff in Mario Maker. Amazing. Yeah. Like I guess like they're doing lots of little things
0: like that. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. And while we're on the um on the conversations of charity, right? You know, there's a thing that they like to do every now and again on PC called the humble, bu- the humble, humble, humble bundle, humble bundle, where you Constant. get some like yeah. awesome titles uh, yeah. for for pittance mm-hmm. really. Now they're doing the humble subscription. Um, okay. where every month it's some like $12, I think it is, a month. So over here it'll be, what, about 10 quid? like just like, that. like what's that, cube or whatever? Yeah, but you'll just get games every month. So you get, like, two, three, I think it's like three or four games, right. like every month, of varying quality. Um, oh, so I some, like, that. amazing and some little unknown ones and okay. stuff. So it's still all digital but stuff. It just all then to goes to Jerry, which is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think, if anything, that'll probably be the one to go
2: for. You don't get a funky box every month that you can open and go, "What have I got? Oh, look, stickers!"
0: Yeah, wasn't that worth ten quid? <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> if you find one that's ten quid, Reg, tell me.
0: Yeah.
2: One no stupid prices. Mm. But mm. and
0: the thing I love is that, like, because I I was really tended to sign up for like Loot Crate. Yeah, that's the one. Um, and there was like so many people going like Loot Crate's amazing, and I was like right, so I signed up on uh, Facebook. It's, like the Loot Crate page and stuff, and I was yeah. like, I'll just see what's inside them before I decide this is my one mm-hmm. I'm going to get. And loads of stuff. I was like, "Well, that's in Poundland. That's in Poundland. Yeah, that's in Poundland.
2: That's the idea, isn't it? It, The stuff is definitely worth more than twenty dollars or whatever. But it's not necessarily in terms of like when you then, I guess, full you know full price. But when you see them clearance and stuff, which most of that stuff is available for next to nothing.
0: Yeah, you get like a t-shirt, which would be pretty cool. But then I could go on shirt punch and get it better. And you also, also then get, you know, like a Funko Pop, if you're lucky. Now they've taken them out of most boxes and made, like, Funko Box. Yeah. Which is annoying. Um, but, yeah, so just... I don't know. It just doesn't seem that great to me. I don't fully understand this whole Unless you're one of the lucky guys genre. who gets the, like, the super rare item. Hmm.
2: It's
0: very crazy, Dan. It's very, very crazy. To
2: the point where I've never wanted to subscribe to one, but never mind. Um, I have also... Um, this This... I often give my little movie reviews on this show, Reg. You do? Um, and sometimes they can go on for like 10 minutes while I'm describing all the ins and outs of whether I liked it or not. But I went through three, three, three films this week, so I'm going to race through all three of them. Okay, I'm going to get a pocket stick while you do this. I'm going to give you a pocket stick. Excellent. So I went to see um, with Stephen. No, is he,
0: p- is he still alive?
2: St- Stephen's alive. He's in uh, Croatia or something like that, or Lithuania. Yeah, here. How did you go see him? He's his away somewhere. It by sky? Well, he wasn't there on Monday. On Monday, he came and met me in Liverpool, we went to Uncle Sam's, I had ribs, they were delicious, and then we went to watch a free preview of uh, The Martian. The Martian! Um, which I will highly, highly recommend, Reg. If I had more than two thumbs, I, that, they, they would all be up.
0: If you had a million dollars.
2: If I had a million thumbs. Would you be, rich? I said, th- yeah. I, I reckon
0: if you had a million thumbs, you'd definitely be, rich. Okay. Because, A, that's a bit of a freak of genius, or yeah. a freak science even, and then B, just imagine the publicity. I would have
2: to come up with something to do with them. Like, there has to be just something that was you know, what? Other than just, like, you're Me. a freak, you have a million thumbs. I
0: think you'd be able to put, like, some machines out of business instead of it being the other way around, where you'd actually be able to, like, put stamps on.
2: I'd so. be really good at hitchhiking.
0: <laughs> and whatnot. You'd be awesome at hitchhiking, but also cause a lot of pileups.
2: Yeah, true, true.
0: You know, um, yeah. How big would your hands need to be if you had a million
2: thumbs? I don't know, but what I do know is, yeah, The Martian's a really good film, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there's a there's a habit of films that are like, like disaster sort of films, and this is a sort of film where like, oh, everything's going to go wrong. What's going to happen? And everything that goes wrong is so massively over the top, so Hollywood, that for me it ruins some of the experience. Um, one film that doesn't do that that I love, is Apollo 13. okay, And that is what this was like to me. So, other than the fact he's on Mars, I mean, I'm not spoiling he anything here, the guy gets stranded on Mars, that's the whole point, hence the Martian. <laughs> um, and he did has to survive. Did you know as well that they
0: knew, months before we did, that there was water on Mars? Yeah,
2: oh yeah, there was the, I, I can't imagine that I it mean, wasn't... Yeah, I, know, I, know. I can't imagine that it wasn't arranged, that they were like, bit of publicity, let's release this the day before this, our movie comes on. Comes out.
0: Right,
2: okay. Just thrown out there. Yeah, Doing I know, the it's weird. I don't know, don't know why he, he knew and no one else did. Yeah. But but anyway, yeah, it's everything that goes wrong is so minimal and within the realms of possibility. Like, oh yeah, that that could go wrong. It just sets him back just enough to to be exciting. Um, but just really really good film. Well, well acted. It's got blooming um Donald Glover in it. Nice. Yeah. I did not know that. doesn't do any rapping, though. Does he not? No, and he doesn't bring um, Jaden Smith along for the ride. <sighs>
0: that, well, that's a shame, because they could have left him.
2: On oh, Mars. And come back
0: yeah. without him. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm going to ask the silly question. All right. Because I have to. Okay. Now, I know the premise of this, mm-hmm. anyway, is obviously he gets stranded, tries to survive, try and make his own sort of like world of uh, airways, waiting
2: to Yeah, while well, he's to, to get back. rescued.
0: Is that why it's called The Martian? Because he's living on another, like a... F- the foreign world, and he is the Martian on that planet, yes. or does he meet a Martian?
2: No, he is the Martian. And no a, it was
0: just something it, that I was like, I, I know yeah, ninety nine point nine percent in my head. No, definitely not. Aliens don't come into it. As he's like I sort will of leaving, ruin that. Like <sighs> if he if he gets off, because I, I don't really know, but oh. if he does get off the planet, okay. does it just cut back to like a little crater and you see this little head go? because his only friend's gone on. That's it's the little Martian head that's like he's just holding like the little plant
2: or the, the um, hoe spoilers yeah. no that doesn't happen that's a shame no. that's a wasted opportunity Very, that's maybe maybe um, but then the next film I went to see for me was the polar opposite of of the whole Martian experience because Martian was like you know you, you come out and you're like yeah he, maybe spoilers maybe he doesn't doesn't I, I, I can't not ruin it but Yeah, when he gets off the planet you're like yeah he did it amazing right and you feel really upbeat and then I went to see Everest and I don't know why I went to see it Reg
0: yeah it's not good
2: it's the most depressing film I've ever seen in my entire life
0: really because it's I've like lots of good things about it
2: it just I mean it looks very nice and um, I know of someone who went to see it who has an interest in, in like mountain climbing and said it was very realistic from that respect everything was researched and done properly but because it's based on a true story, and it wouldn't be really a story worth doing a film about if ninety-nine percent of people didn't die.
0: Oh right, okay.
2: So you kind of already know going in this is going to go horribly wrong, um, and it's a sort—it's just the sort of horrible thing. They're on a mountain; they're maybe a hundred yards away from someone else who can save them, but they can't get to them because it's just—it's too. There's too much of a storm going on, or whatever. It's just—it's horrible, horrible, horrible movie. Right. And I'm like, I'm getting towards the end and I'm like, I don't know what I expected from this. I'm really not enjoying it that much. There can't be like a Hollywood and a happy ending. There can't be. And then they try and do one. And that is the... And again, it's true. this is true, but one of the guys who they thought was dead and they pronounced him dead like forget it. He manages to wake up. I mean, he's, his hands are frostbitten, gone His fit his feet, his nose. So he's on, on his last legs, but he manages then to get up and get down to base camp. But they need to get him into a hospital. How, so, how
0: did, they, did they just like roll him he, he, down the well, hill? You know, no, He's, got feet. Got, stumps, he's got
2: feet. He's just, with shoes on. He just hasn't got any toes, and fingers are all black and horrible. So <laughs> he's he's a, like the human equivalent of Mr. Potato Head. i just gonna have to put pieces. on. Yeah, basically, exactly. That's that's gonna be his life from then on. So. His um, basically they get in touch with his wife back at home where they've already told him he's dead and they're like, Guess what? He's not dead and she's like oh. Would you like your husband back <laughs> yeah. if he's got no <laughs> toes, hands, nose?
0: And look completely fucked yeah, up. Yeah, no. no all don't of worry, his, if he didn't make it.
2: <laughs> all of his minor extremities are gone. So we'll leave that with you. You put two and two together so, and decide whether he's going to be of any use to you. Yeah. So that's gone as well. Then. Oh, they don't. They don't reference it. But anyway. I so then she she gets on the phone with all her lady friends because they they're really rich. She <laughs> She's like, she does, she's she gets, like she gets on the phone. And she's, she's um. Like, for the and, they're, and they're like, put me through to the the ambassador now. We need a helicopter. And she managed to get a helicopter. And then there's this. Bit of like an exciting... Oh, can, the helicopter has never been this high before. Can't get up there. Oh, we're going to make it. We're not going to make it. Oh, we're going to make it. Oh, they make it. They get them on. Oh, we're going to be able to take off. Oh, we just managed to take off. So you have this bit of excitement. So and everyone else is t- dead. And if they're going to turn to
0: Hollywood start, was it like budget the little helicopter? No. It
2: no, but it was just...
0: Uh, that, see, now that again, Dan, was another I way to... I feeling up, in
2: too. real life it was probably just like... Oh, landed, get them on the helicopter and go off. But they have to make another little bit of excitement, are they, aren't they? And then yeah. they get him on, they get him home, and he survives. So the the, the ending of the movie, apart from the there's basically the Kira Knightley's role. She's a, the pregnant wife of the guy who runs the whole expedition thing. Right. And he dies, and she's literally Spoiler about to drop. Spoiler alert for people. Now, that's, everyone knows that from the start. That is in the trailer. You know who's going to live and who's going to die. Well, we haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm just all right. all right. Back off! <laughs> <laughs> you're <see> shit, boy. <laughs> uh, but so you have the little reunion of of her and and the, the the people who he works with that she knows and are all crying and stuff like that. So you're like, oh, that's a bit depressing. And then you have him returning home and his wife going, "Oh, you're okay." And then credits. So they have to finish on a bit of an up note, but that is the so such a minor, a minor up note that they just it just. It was wasn't wasn't pleasant, no, wasn't right, pleasant right. viewing. I came out feeling worse than when I went in.
0: Really? So yeah. is it bad? Isn't it just, it's a bad no, it's or a bad good, it It's a well-made like, film.
2: It just made shit. me feel miserable. Um, it just there's nothing. And there's no reason to see it. Maybe see it in 3D IMAX if you want to be like, "Ooh, look at that! It's pretty." But no. Right, okay. Um And then yesterday I went to see, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this with the fact that this was free oh god okay
0: i hate you when you do this it's always going to be some real yeah issues. well
2: th- basically a year ago almost exactly a year ago i got free preview tickets to go and see the maze runner mm-hmm. a film that i would never have seen normally we went to see it the film finished like yeah, it's all right but i don't really care what happens i know that they're making the second one for next year and the third one for the year after i don't think i care enough to go and see them So I'm just going to Wikipedia it and find out what happens because I'm curious what happens, which I didn't do because I then turned out I didn't care enough. But then the second one comes along and I'm like, I want to go and see it. I saw the first one. I'm going to watch it at some point. And then it turned out I had two free tickets to go to a Cineworld on a Sunday. So I was like, do you want to go? Yeah, let's go. So we went to watch that. Have you seen the first Maze Runner? No? I wouldn't.
0: So after <laughs> after hearing your your glaring <laughs> review about how amazing it was on the pod? Did I talk about it a year ago? Yeah, uh, I've got no interest whatsoever no. in. It. At least it's I it's, it's kind
2: it. of like it's got a thing. It's got a th- you know. Oh, they're in this maze, so it's like the Hunger Games. In in as much as Slash labyrinth. N- well, no, I don't mean it's like it's it's like, like it's just in the same in the way that the Hunger Games is like it's all about the competition, the Hunger Games, and then the last one had nothing to do with it, like. There was no actual games. Was it? it was like, it, oh, we're gonna actually have to wrap wrap this story up I've now. Not, You're still not seeing it yet.
0: No, because oh, again, this is You're not these things. You're gonna watch both of them together. Ash was like, I want to go to the picture seeing see, it, and I was okay, like, oh yeah, it it can't wait. And then it never happened. there's another
2: Jurassic World, which is really So there's scary. all well, there's all that. So
0: as soon as part two comes out on DVD and okay. Blu-ray,
2: yeah, Then I well, see it. the um. It was like it's it's like like you you, you think all oh, right this is the whole premise of this it's it's some weird like test thing they've got to get through this maze and whatnot. The second one, which is the Scorch Trials, so suggests it's something similar, but I don't know, like a desert or something. Yeah, it turns out it's a desert. Um, then there's zombies, and then there's like it's just weird, Reg. It's like there's zombies. You know what you should have done? What not we- gone? Wikipedia did it last <laughs> year and thought, "Fuck that noise." It- It makes very little sense in the grand scheme of things, other than like when you think about this was the this was a trilogy of books that this you know teen fiction young adult um, fiction author has gone. So what you saying? It's made specifically for you. (laughs) Exactly. No, I'm going to write a book that, uh, and one of them is going to be like it's going to be like The Hunger Games. Then one of them is going to be like Walking Dead. I dread to think what the third one's going to be like. But I'm probably going to end up seeing it.
0: But Really I accept, brats the musical i
2: don't know i don't even know what it's called i don't even want to look at what the third one's called because that's probably going to say it all but the, the my Labyrinth big walk. my big point is the first one i went to see for free second one i went to see for free i am not giving this franchise any of my money I you're giving it it's time though and time is money dan maybe i'm taking money from them because i'm taking two cinema seats from them that would have otherwise been paid for
0: was the rest of the cinema full
2: i didn't notice don't so no, know <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, <laughs> it just looks
0: awful. Yeah, up. it wasn't I've great. I've got no, no idea. It wasn't why great. People it was, would
2: to see It I didn't understand why there were zombies. That's the, that's the sickness. Apparently, that's that's why they were in the maze in the beginning.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. See, with me not actually knowing anything about it, I no. knew there's a maze, and the maze comes in on itself or something. So they're trying to get out of it. Potentially, I just thought it was going to be. Like, remember that film years ago called The Cube. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a similar thing to that. No,
2: not really? No, it's just no. just shit. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Mm. It's got Peter Baelish out of Game of Thrones in it. That doesn't save no anything. No, like at all. He's evil though. Evil.
0: What's well, spoiler <laughs> alert, Dan? Jeez, because I'm desperately going to see it well mind. What? to be fair I, I have on my phone the right. Privilege Plus thing and me the first Maze Runner is on the Privilege Plus right. where I can use a credit for it there you go but I'm not going to not at the moment it's just currently sat there do it because then again you're,
2: you're using a your free credit to no click. fuck that right. because
0: then I'd be like oh someone else has downloaded it alright I don't care if it's free or not I'm not doing it well
2: what what you could do with Reg is just a bit of a laugh just a bit I of guess. comedy now to lighten the mood after you've watched Everest and the Maze Runner 2 mm-hmm. yeah Um well, fortunately, two kind of, I would say, a little bit unexpected comedy series are coming to TV screens Ooh. next year. Um, one is DC, and one is Marvel. Okay, so,
0: Interesting, not where I thought you were going with this. No,
2: so Marvel are making a, a comedy series, a, a, a half-hour um, comedy series, um, um, based on a comic book I had not heard of, but it's called Damage Control, which is basically a group of kind of like a clean-up crew that go in and fix everything after superheroes uh, right, okay. smash everything up. Mm. Um, which, I quite like the idea. That sounds yeah, like a fun little always, premise.
0: We've always thought, like, yeah. after they destroyed the cities happens. and stuff, what actually happens?
2: Now what? Exactly. Well, this is what? Exactly. But we know, because uh, in, in Daredevil, they reference that the Kingpin is going to clean up the city.
0: Yeah, but he's not going to clean up the world. Isn't it? It's only no. that city you cares. about. Fair enough.
2: Like, Yeah, like when hulkbuster and everything smashed up that city in that country i can't remember
0: exactly yeah. so he's not going to be like
2: i'll do that too well they would come in anyway but um that's going to be abc obviously and then also dc are going to have one Right, right i'm going to read the premise out of this so it's apparently it's it's going to be very much like the office <laughs> Okay. What? It's called Powerless. It's a workplace comedy set at one of the most—sorry, one of the worst insurance companies in America. With the twist being that it also takes place in the universe of DC Comics. The show is about the reality of working—working uh, working life for a normal powerless person in a world of superheroes and villains. Uh, doesn't sound as interesting.
0: It, it, but in a way, I suppose it could be quite entertaining because you know for a fact that it's all just going to be like stupid claims that are going to come through, and them just like having to work out hitting that target. Like coming from that sort of environment, like I'd be yeah. like quite intrigued to hear.
2: Like the calls. it's going to go one way or another, isn't it? Yeah, it's NBC who will be in the office as well. Well, the American version of the office. So it's going to do as the all.
0: cutaways as well, and so I was like, oh, I can believe my first day. Yeah,
2: probably. Right, <laughs> like, amazing. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, what I'm also not sure about, though, is um, they're bringing MacGyver back. Yeah. yeah. Isn't
0: it the guy from the Fast and Furious... Fast and Fur- Fast Furious 7 is yeah. the
2: director. Um, and he also did Saw. Um, now, the only the only thing that I really care about with, with MacGyver is that it, it brought us... <coughs> oh, off-cam sneeze then from Reg. That it brought Sorry. us MacGruber. <laughs> Which is um? Have you ever seen MacGruber? Yes, Aaron Wilson, <laughs> it's, is it? No, it's not Owen Wilson. It's, it's um his name? Thingy um, Thingy Forte. Will Forte? Right. Yeah. yeah, the guy who's in the Last Man on Earth. Um, and he basically plays a very similar character to his character in The Last Man on Earth, just an idiot, but an idiot who is really good at ripping throats.
0: Yes. Very I, I, so.
2: I, I don't know. First time I watched that film, I was like, "Yeah, that was quite good." And then I watched it again with someone else, and I I was. Like it, it you loved, I it. loved it. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. you genuinely do love it. So good, but um, I've never watched an episode of MacGyver. I know most of what I know about MacGyver is based on The Simpsons and MacGruber. Right. But I just I don't think it's time, Reg. Don't think it's time that's, for the return.
0: That's the the issue I've got with quite a few announcements that mm-hmm. they're making at the
2: moment, such as another A team.
0: Yes. This like uh, just not long reboot the film. Why not do a sequel to that if you're going to do yeah. anything? Because doing that a new film, uh, doing a new series.
2: I didn't even mind working. the film.
0: No, it was, it all, was right. all
2: right. It was all right. Unfortunately, we it wasn't that long ago we got a Night Rider reboot, so they're not going to try that one again. Thank God. Do I remember when I was a little kid though? A reboot of Night Rider where there was like different Night Rider vehicles. Night Rider Two
0: Thousand or something. wasn't Something it? like that, and there was like yeah.
2: a van and. I was going to say boat but that was Simpsons as well that was Night boat. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, no, no they 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 can't keep doing no. this now. I know they've completely run out of ideas. Yeah, what about lethal weapon this <laughs> this just isn't right. That is when even their classic catchphrase mm. now comes into play where it's too old for this shit. They should not be rebooting it. It's gone past its prime. Mm-hmm. No one's going to get it. In effect it's a it's a buddy cop movie. If, if you boil down to... Yeah. It. They don't need to do a TV series of that. We've no. already. If you want a funny TV cop thing, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, yeah. If you want a serious one, fucking like, what is it called? Like, Blue Badge or whatever it is. Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. We watch that. Or if you want a film, just go watch the original fucking trilogy. Not Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> not Lethal Weapon 4. <laughs> it's no, right, Chris it's, Rock not, fan. it's not great. But the original three were brilliant. Yeah. So just stick with them, or just watch other things, The Brooklyn Nine-Nine is incredible, and that's what a funny cop show should be. We don't need this. I Um, mean, fuck, even like the likes of um, Cop Out, great film, but that bomb, why do you think they're going to do a TV series is going to be great mm, of a buddy cop thing? True. Because it even had fucking, uh, no, don't get me started.
2: Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. (sighs) It's
0: just, yeah, because I mean, that's going to be the thing of who's going to play, because it's not going to be... the original... It's not going to be Mel Gibson. It's definitely not going to be Mel Gibson. Danny it, they're not going to... They've already said... Like, they It's going to be like a reboot mm-hmm. of this. Just just why? If you're going to bring in Lethal Weapon, you're going to automatically assume that it's going to be them. They might have like one whiff of a cameo where they go past their office or something. Maybe. But no. It's too...
2: I think the whole thing is too 80s though as well.
0: Yeah. I don't, think,
2: I don't think it's the sort of thing that can be brought up to date. Even the name... Like, Lethal Weapon doesn't strike me as the name of a TV series or a movie nowadays. Do you know what I mean?
0: No, I, I still love the name. I
2: know, but it's very, it's very 80s. It 80, is like very, very 80s.
0: Yeah. I, I completely agree that it I really can't.
2: Is. If, if it was something that came along now and they were naming it, that's not what they would call it. And the only reason they will do that is because it's got the, you know... It'd be like the Fatal Force. Ooh. No.
0: Fatal Force would be. A good it would have one, to Dan. be letters. But it that would that'll, be... that'll go straight towards a DVD.
2: Yeah. No. It would be some kind of acronym. I mean, that's what they all are. CSI, NTIS, yeah. NTF, SSD, SUV, F- F- your X, Files. Excellent. Go team. Yeah. Um, oh, I. I
0: I'm, oh, also as well. Speaking right. of fucking reboot and more series okay. and whatnot. Um, that that Watchman a doing a TV series potentially? Off, because that's been HBO, signed up for the pilot already,
1: hasn't it?
2: Yeah, so um, <laughs> that Watchman, H- the Watchman. I can't remember what the link is, but HBO have some kind of deal with um, the studio that does all, and uh, I think um, Zack Snyder's studio. So he's thinking of yeah of basically making a tv version of it whether that means a continuation or whether it be the before Watchmen comics which to be honest weren't very good i hope not really yeah it oh, it was too sure. it was it wasn't it wasn't a whole story you know what i mean it was like this is a, this character story from before this is this character story from before so it wasn't what people wanted right if you want it you want a prequel or you want a sequel like a fully fledged thing not like not spin offs no that's that was the issue Fair enough. Hmm. So, I don't know. I am i don't know how that'll work. I I watch it because I love that film. But It is really good, the film, um, to be fair.
0: And one day we'll watch the four and a half hour version. Yes,
2: we will, Reg. I currently don't have it because I've lent it to people.
0: Boo. Mm. Boo you, Dan.
2: Boo me, indeed. Uh, what time are we on anyway? 58 minutes, Reg. We haven't got long now. No, we've no. not
0: even gone through half the list, have we? No. Nope. we actually gone through nope. half the list.
2: So, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to save it.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to speed run it like you done last time. No,
2: we don't do that now. We don't. Speed no, we al- we also add the interview, so that adds another 10 minutes. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. That's true. Mm. That's very true.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Well, I will. I'll finish up on just telling you about this because I just saw that on the list. Big Bang Guy. So while we were at the. Um, while I was queuing to meet. Um, what's his face? Mark Miller. Um, in this queue with obviously a bunch of nerds because they're all everyone wants to go and get their comics signed Mm. and this guy comes up um, eccentric street guy right nice he's about 70 years old and he's got this hat with like a big leaf in it so not even a feather like a leaf poking out and he's like what's going on here then what's all going on here then and um, the guy who I think is the manager of the shop um, is of um, Asian Origins Mm -hmm. okay and he's standing there. And he's quite loud and boisterous. He was. And he's like, um, oh, it's a, it's a comic signing. And the, the, the what's it, this? I won't, I won't say homeless guy, but potentially homeless guy. It was like, oh, you're all like those, those guys. You're Leonard, and you're Sheldon. And he turns to the Indian guy, and he's like, and you're, you're that guy. Um, Co- what's his name? Kukumanja, the guy out of. What's it called? Oh. The bang thing. The big bang thing. And, like, and clearly, everyone in that queue is fully aware of what he's talking about. But he looks at one of these guys and is like, You know, that program about all the, the guys in comics. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Comic it's like, man. You know, you know, of course you know. And he's like, I don't own a TV. You don't own a TV, yeah. It's from the big bang, big bang theory. Kuthra Parley. And he remembers. <laughs> And we're like, yeah, that's it. The Indian guy is Kusapali. That's insane. <laughs> and he was like, right, catch you later. And then he waddles off. Well, Kukumanja. How, how, how insane. Yep. That's madness. But anyway, that is Sparta.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Right. And um, with that, though, I think we're going to call it a day for another week, Reg. Next week, okay. we're going to do one from our uh, travel lodge room, I think. Travel yeah, so we won't have any of this interesting stuff behind us. We'll just have lots of kooky stuff maybe on us. Will we?
0: Who knows? I, I, I think we've got to go balls to the wall here when we go. That's, that's not
2: the weekend that I'm looking for, Reg. Huh? I'm keep. Keep. You mind? Keep it in your pants. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll be sharing a room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not going to happen then. <laughs> And on that note,
2: I've been Reg, and yeah, I've been Dan, and it's time to geek out. See (laughs) you! See you! (laughs) TTFN!